Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. It's fitting that he has the pensive gentleman mug because I have the pensive gentleman here, Jordan Kimball. What's going on, guys? This is a this is a remix of uh, who I am. This is the quarantine version of me. So uh, I'm just ready to pop off. This is the highlight of my entire week, likely. <laughs> well, good, good. <laughs> yeah, this is the highlight of my week, too. Let's just chat. Jordan was on Becca's season of The Bachelorette and then BIP5, where he got engaged to Jenna and then briefly on BIP6, although that didn't go probably as you had planned. <laughs> no, it didn't, it didn't go as planned at all. That's the crazy thing is, you know, and I was having a good time there. And what happened with BIP6 with everybody, really, not so much with me, but with everyone else, real life had, had really walked in on the show with the yeah. cast. You see that with Blake. You see that with Demi. Um, and you see it with a couple of other casts in a, in a lighthearted way. But... BIP six was a totally different animal, right? And um, a lot of people are like, you know, yeah, obviously I'm in a relationship now, and and people are like, you know, how are you, how can we get you back on BIP? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, like I could bartend with Wells, or like I could become a counselor, or you guys could just make me the actual mayor of BIP. You know, I don't know. You've called yourself that so many times, you might as well make it official. Yeah, I've talked it into existence, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's it's funny because everyone's like, you know. I, what what can you do to go on? I'm like, I'm not even sure that I would want to go on. I mean, the person that the person that has to narrate this next season of BIP, they got to be one creative, witty person. I'll tell you that because <laughs> it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be really, really great. I think that I'm lo- most looking forward to uh, probably Victoria Fuller being on there. I'm just worried it's not even going to happen. Yeah, I know. There's that too, and because I'm hearing August, all my stuff got pushed back. I was not supposed to be in Florida right now. And, uh, and everything got pushed back and I, and I was out of the country whenever it became, when the COVID ID, uh, COVID-19 became a pandemic and I was like, okay, we'll see where it goes. Like oh, I'm still no. in Canada. Then the next day it became a national emergency. At this point, people are talking shit to me on Instagram. Like, you're, well, it wasn't many people. It was like, it was like four people. They're like, oh, I can't believe you're out of the country right now. You need to get your ass back here. And it's like, what are you talking about? It's uh, and now here we are. And this has been, I, I put it on the calendar last night <laughs> in my home right here. It's been 10 days of quarantine. I'm at 10 14. days. Jeez. Ah, oh, I feel for you. I feel for you. But Becca's season, I don't remember what year it was, what number it was. Uh, yeah. Season, it was season 14, 2018. 14, yeah, yeah. 2018. So you go into the show and you're the model yeah. The pensive gentleman. Yeah. I mean, before the show, you were really a pro model. How did you get 100%. into that industry? Yeah. So, so just to give you like a little bit of an intro here, there's not, there's a lot that people don't know. So I was recruited, I was recruited for the show when I was 25. Okay. I'm sitting in front of you at 28 now. Right. And God, it's, it's just, it's been a hot minute. It really has. So they recruited me roughly seven months before filming. Uh, I flew out to I flew out to LA. I've been talking to all you know casting uh, producers, and uh, I did the interview and got the big Manila p- paperwork, mm-hmm. and then flew back to Florida. And next thing I know, I'm you know like, hey, we really like you, blah blah. 
uh, and I'm going through the final stages. But yes, I was, I was a Wilhelmina model going on to the show, uh, had a lot of success right out of Miami. Mm-hmm. And it was funny to me because before I went on the show, I asked myself seriously, like, is this something that I feel like I need to do? Okay. I wasn't one of those people that like, a lot of people interpreted me as trying to grow my brand right. on The Bachelorette, but that was not what I was trying to do at all. Like, I don't need, you know, I didn't need reality TV to make me feel important to myself. Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I brought a lot of lightheartedness to the show because I, I, I really didn't understand. I, I understand it now, but I didn't really understand how serious the audience is for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They just don't like games. But then when it comes to VIP, they're all they love like, games. Bring the games. Bring the, yeah, bring the games. Bring yeah. the games. So uh I go on, I go on and and you know, everyone's oh you're so handsome, you're so handsome. All the all the producers, everyone, and I'm like, okay, cool, like I, I get it, tight, okay. Um, and then we get in the interviews and it was almost like I like I don't talk about modeling. I just don't there's not much to talk about. You know what I mean? Like it's you know, you, you, you if you watch the hills, you know that there's not a lot. <laughs> Hey, hey, bro, put that shirt on, stand here, take this photo. All right, we'll call you back if we like you. And that's it. Like, there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. There's just not a lot to talk about. So, so I go on and I'm doing hours of interviews. I'm, I'm in the interview room just talking mad shit about everybody. And there's a lot, there was a lot of stuff about the guys in the house that the public doesn't know that like, oh, you think he's such a good guy? Uh, I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. So, so they get me talking about modeling and then the, the show comes out, right? So I'm right before... I was watching the, the premiere literally like the day before I left for VIP. It was, it was really a tight window. I wasn't able to post on Instagram Ugh. when I was in VIP and it was filming. I didn't get to grow my Instagram <laughs> like all these, all these shitheads. So, so I, I watch and I'm like watching the premiere. Everybody I, and I know that, that it's, it's just hit me up. And I'm like, oh my God, like I just, I, was, I got more screen time than The Bachelorette on the premiere. And I was like, you know what? It's actually pretty funny. You know what? Like, I'm going to have some humility. It's actually really funny. Um, we get it. I'm a model tight. But like, all in all, I was able just to laugh at it. And then I didn't see any of it until I got off of VIP, which, you know, VIP films roughly for a month. Yeah. And so I get back and the show is still going on. It's still airing. <laughs> and uh, so I get to like see my, yeah, I got to see myself go home. Yeah. And then, and then like, it just. I watched the rest of it, but for me, it was, it was like, okay, I know what VIP, what VIP is bringing. Cause I was allowed to be myself. Obviously you're worried about the edit, but like, I was, I was, I was pretty true to what, what everyone saw on VIP five. That like was what you got. Okay. That was, yeah. And so I was really happy that it got displayed that way because like, I can be that really positive, considerate, uh, caring person, very nurturing and a good partner. Um, like I told Becca, I'm a golden retriever. I mean, like, I don't know why she didn't buy that, but, but just like a golden retriever can bite an intruder. I've got that too. You know, like I've, I've got both sides and I can be really nice or I can be hell on wheels. And, uh, and so when BIP five came out, I was like, all right, like this is, this is redemption season. And fortunately it really, it really was. was. People love, people love the antics and i made some really good friendships out of it. Yeah. And then everything, oh my God. So I, I was actually doing a photo shoot in Miami and uh, I get the, I, I get the call from Jenna about something's coming out on Twitter, on, like via reality, Steve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, something's on Twitter about like, it's, she's like, yeah, this one seems different. Something doesn't seem right. Bibiana calls me. 
something doesn't seem right. Something just doesn't seem right. Like she read it to me and I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it's not going to be about a guy. That's what it sounds like. And I was like, I'm not worried about it. I had to get up at like 6 a.m. and drive back up to Central Florida. So I, I'm in the car and I get a, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. I get a call in the middle of the night again from Jenna saying, hey, I'm getting DMs. Something's going to come out about me, but I don't know what. Okay. So she really didn't know. She, she acted that way for sure. Okay. She said, something's going to come out. I'm not sure. People are sending me these messages saying this. And I was like, it was the middle of the night. I was like, look, like, let's talk about this in the morning. If you're not concerned about it, then why are you even calling? You know? Yeah. So I thought that was the call in the middle of the night definitely was like kind of strange. So then the next morning, I don't hear from her at all. Mm. So then I start getting blown up. I'm on a, a phone interview with uh, Ryan Seacrest on air and Chris Harrison talking about the season and everything. And my phone is literally blowing up. And so I get off this half hour interview. Oh, click. Thank God. I get into a patch of Florida with like no service. And I'm like, oh my God. So finally I get service again after like five minutes of driving through the Yankee junction or whatever that shit is. <laughs> and so I get, I get on the phone and uh, it's Chris Randone. He's telling me, yo, you need to talk to reality. Steve, it's, it's Nikki Slicks. Nick Spets is from my, uh, my season. Yo, you need to get on the phone, talk to Chris. I'm like, all right, everybody. So I get on the phone. I talk to reality, Steve. He hits me with the info. And there have been a lot of things leading up to this on Reddit. And a lot of people were telling her, like, you need to chill. You need to chill. And we, it had been, it was not all sunshine during that time. Like, even, even in the time from getting back from paradise, uh, you know, back home. Yeah. Getting back from paradise. And then before the reunion and all, or I'm mean, sorry, after the reunion and everything, it just was not good. Really? It, it just, no, it wasn't. It, I, I, I tried. Like, I was really trying. Okay. And then when all this came out, I was already like, how much do I have to deal? Like, yelling at me on the phone and stuff. It just, I don't know. For me, it was the sign of a toxic relationship where one person's probably going to give more than the other. Mm. And, it, it, and when you start talking about effort on each side, if I'm giving all the effort and everything and I don't even feel like you love me as much, just not good. And I'm not saying she didn't. I'm not saying that. Okay. Um, I mean, like, I, I do think I do think that it all happened. I actually think that it was all it really did happen. I don't think that like, this was something that somebody did to her. Meaning meaning that they're the text messages that were sent to Steve were accurate, real. Yeah, okay. I, I really think they were. Yeah, just because the, the information I had leading up to it, um, it, it all all of it went together all of it. And I had contact with the admins at Reddit and stuff and talked to the person that had released it. And it was one of her friends. Mm -hmm. And like, so there was, there was just a lot. And, uh, and I mean, he also got more like stories just rushing in from people and, uh, and Carol, what was it? Where's she at? North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah. So, so it, it all just, at that time, there was so much information that I had to dissect. And that's kind of why you saw me. I took a minute on social media to really address it because there was a lot to really figure out. Yeah. And then she started blaming me. Well, she, she pulled the, um, how, how could you leave the relationship this quickly? Yeah. Um, over this one thing, you didn't fight yeah. for it, things like that. Right. Well, and then what's, what's funny is, well, on the other side of that token, there were people, there were viewers saying that we were in on it together and that we just wanted to rise to this, bullshit following on Instagram and then just like and it's like mm. don't you think there would be a more creative way to just like break up you know what I mean like we don't have to go and do all this right and um so she started to accuse me and uh, ABC wanted to get an interview a live interview of it and I was like I'm not doing that 
I'm not going to get in the same room. I'm not doing any of this. Like, I mean, and so through it all and all, uh, she ended up blocking me on everything. And I like, she sent me some text messages after all of it. And I just, I, I never talked to her again. Um, you've not spoken to her one time since that came out. I talked to her for two weeks after that. And then she started, she started heavy, heavy, heavy blaming me. Mm. And I was like, I didn't do this. Like, I didn't even know there were like, she's like, Oh, you can use an app to make it look like someone else texted you. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's reaching. <laughs> Ex- exactly. So, yeah. So I, I didn't, I did not do that. And so when she started blaming me, she'd call me talking about the FBI and stuff. And it's like, you know what? Like, you're just, you're just forensic evidence. Yeah. Forensic evidence. Do you ever think we'll get the forensic evidence? We haven't yet. And I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Well, the gossip is that she's writing a book. Yeah. Yeah. She's writing a book. I, I guess she wouldn't need my permission to write. If she changed my name. Yeah. If she changed my name, she wouldn't need legal permission. Um, I have no concerns about her writing a book at all. I have zero okay. concerns um, because she's already kind of tried to throw things at my, my like my way. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I've really been a real gem. And I, I every, every stone that she's thrown back at me, I used to build a wall. So I don't have to see her face. Every stone. I didn't, I never threw a stone at her. Um, and I don't think she's a bad person. I just think that she's a little caught up. I think that the life that she's living or that she, you know, she was living, she needed someone to help her. And mm-hmm. I think that she was mixed up. I think that she was seeing this guy. I think that she cheated on this guy with me, essentially. I think she was seeing this guy for quite some time. Maybe going into BIP, she was still seeing him kind of thing. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's, that's kind of what it said too. And I, I tried to get the contact information that I, I, reality Steve said that, you know, the guy just didn't want to talk to me. I was like, that's fine. Like that's, yeah. I just want to know the time that way. Like I can just really drop the mic you know, and be done. But uh, yeah, and I got past that. I mean, like, look, you, you get engaged on television. And you, in that moment, you're like, Oh, my God, like in that moment, if you've never been engaged on TV, it's, it's, it's literally like, you're like, how did I find someone that I like so much? Yeah. And it's also on television, right? Like, how is how is my soulmate on television? Then it turns out after the camera stopped rolling, that person was just putting on a facade saying things for television. And it's half the stuff that they said about themselves isn't true. Well, what changed? What changed from from engagement day? What changed was what she did for work, uh, the amount of contact that we had, you know, just communicating. Um, her her general attitude changed. Um, and it was always like, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. And I'd follow up. And I'd be, hey, how'd that go? Like, I'm, I'm a pretty charismatic person. I'm very enthusiastic. I want, I want the best for everyone. And I was like, how'd that go? Oh, well, I don't know. I have to meet up again. And it's like, wait, so you just spent an entire day meeting with someone and it led to no money. And then the next day <laughs> you have to re-meet with that person. Like things started to just seem really odd. And so, and she had like no furniture in her. And this is not me. Like this is, these are facts. This is not me like talking shit on her. Yeah. And she had like no furniture in her place and stuff. And she was like, telling me every light on was, uh, every light on the dash was on and her or Oh, four Impala and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what do you want me to do for that? You know, I, told, I think I told her at one point, actually, at one point in my, when I was in Miami, I was like, Hey, do you want me to send you some money for tires or and like coffee or something? Like, do you want, like, what do you need? Cause there was something going on. I don't know if she was in the midst of like leaving, leaving homeboy and, you know, needed some help because of where she was at with everything. But this was not something that she was open and honest with me about. And am I worried about a book? Absolutely not. No. I mean, I think that, you know, if I can make it through reality TV, 
and still be this positive, I can make it through Jenna Cooper's book. I think you can. But yeah. it's just crazy because I'm watch I watched the season back to prepare, obviously, for this interview. And it's I mean, I yeah. it looked like you fe- it was like love at first sight for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I, that was the one person I was really looking forward to seeing. And the thing is, the thing is, when she got there, I mean, I like everyone's like, did you talk to her on Instagram before or anything? I'm like, no, no, like, I'm not gonna lie. I went and looked, but I didn't like I looked her up just to see what's up. And I thought, I, you know, I liked her laugh. There's a lot, there's a lot of things that, you know, I felt like we were very compatible with. And on that beach, she's like, Oh, I do this. I do that. I do this. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, she's super ambitious. This is like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it just, none of it was true. Not a single thing. So, and then Crystal, Crystal come to me at some point, uh, and said like, Oh, you know, she said something about, uh, it being like a relationship and a business opportunity. And uh, that's when like, that and that like that also plants things in your head and you're like okay because then like I asked her about it she's like no no I just mean like you know we could do business together and I was like like how so like you know what I mean like what do you mean Mm. so I don't I don't really think about that stuff because that kind of angle first off it makes for awful fake tv so um yeah I definitely got hit I got a little blindsided a little I would say a little because I, I I thought that there was something but then I I I was still talking to her enough at that point where it like it, I don't know. It was just crazy. It was crazy. I wasn't expecting necessarily what had come out, I guess. Well, someone had a question uh, for anyone who needs a, a reminder about season five, basically Jenna and Jordan hit it off right away. But then Benoit comes in and she's very confused and conflicted about Jordan versus Benoit and says, Jordan, I'm into you. And then goes and kisses Benoit. Like, in hindsight, was that maybe a red flag that you you missed? Yeah, I think that you also saw some. There were some tricks with the cameras uh, there, and the order of thing, in the order of things. Okay, um, that that definitely was a thing. But it that did also happen once, but it wasn't like I think they showed that happening to me like two or three times, multiple times. Yeah, 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 and it, it wasn't really that way. And yeah, like that when watching it back, she was like, Oh, you're not gonna like this episode. And I'm like, I'm tired of like not liking these episodes, right? I never just just so you know, you know, I never watched the last episode because oh. it, the information came out that day. So I never watched BIP five finale. Your engagement. Yeah, I never watched it. Have you ever seen your engagement? I saw I've seen clips on social media of like me, you know, like getting down and everything, but I haven't watched it. And Lauren Zima was like, dude, it brought me to tears for the first time ever watching like VIP. I mean, I will say like without knowing everything that happened, you two together seemed like a really there were a lot of strong couples on that season. But you could like tell the chemistry between you two was like powerful. Trust me, it did. Trust me. It did seem that way. And like when I got back. My parents, first thing they asked, like, which is very typical, like, is this real for you? Like, is this, are you, are you happy with this? And I was like, it's real guys. It's totally real. And we were planning, you know, we had started planning an engagement party and all this stuff with all these rooms for family and everything. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's one of those things where I'm a lot happier now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the girl I'm with is to me, like more of a fit for me. Now that I, I've kind of I've kind of smartened up a little bit, okay. And uh, but you know, Jenna and I were almost too similar. You know, that's where you kind of cross that toxicity. And um, like when I go for blood, she goes for blood, and that just makes for not good. You know. Is there any part of you that has that whole I wanted to propose one time and it's been taken away from me? 
I was definitely like the first thing I thought after everything kind of crashed was now I have to go and like redo all of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the girl's parents that I get engaged to, have they watched the show? Are they going to be like, oh, this guy got engaged after 14 days? Is this and now am I going to be questioned if my feelings are, you know what I mean, are yeah. legitimate? And so, yeah, that was it. It well, it not so much as like Hannah Ann. Yeah. It wasn't like you took this from me. Yeah. But definitely put it in my head that like, all right, dude, slow down. Let's really like figure this out. Wow. What a time. It was a very crazy time for me. It really was. And there was people saying that I was in on it. There's people saying that I did it. There, there she had lawyers contacting me. And I'm like, what? And homeboy left the clause out saying that I couldn't share it on social media and the, uh, beneath the letterhead. So as soon as I got the email that he sent me, whoop. Here you go. (laughs) Hey, everybody, have fun reviewing this bullshit threat that this guy's sending me. Pretty much saying, the the, the email, if you were to paraphrase it, ultimately said, hey, we're going to put this on you. And uh, that's that. How's that sound? I remember that. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't think so, uh, Apple. I have like a distinct memory of when this whole story came out. Because I'm good friends with Reality Steve. So he's texting me like, holy shit. Wow. Look at, I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And you know, what's crazy about reality, Steve is he, he had talked a lot of, I mean, he, he just, he talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He talks a lot of shit. And then now him and I, like we are, we are close. I mean, definitely. And like, I'll call the dude just to see how he's doing. I consider him like a pretty good friend of mine. And I know I can always trust him no matter what, like he's a vault and it's really cool. Yeah, no, he, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He's he's really not wrong ever. If he puts it out, it is 100%. I will say that. And he, he we ended up definitely having a very good friendship yeah. considering everything. He, he was really one of those people, though, that was like there for me. He was like, hey, like, how are you doing today? You know, like, I'm getting more information, in, but I'm not going to share it. He did a lot on to protect her, too, once it was out. Because he's not in the business of ruining lives. He's just in the business of like, hey, face your truth. Right. Right. Like, so... Yeah, he uh, he's a he's a I mean, he's a pretty stand up guy. There's a lot of people that think he's not, but he is. I mean, was ABC mad that you did his podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. ABC has been uh, very mad with I mean, I'm, I'm officially out of contract, which is yeah. ex- it's ex- excellent. Um, <laughs> I, w- I was a part of a special package and I, you know, I thought I was very flattered with everything that uh, th- that production team had done with me. And mm-hmm. and uh, now I'm in talks with. Uh, another network and I'm going to be really hush hush about that, okay. but I am in talks with, yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited. And, um, but I mean, ultimately all in all it, uh, they were, they really, it felt like some of the producers, you know, the, the not cast producers, but you know, like the producers on the show, they were really there for me. Like, you know, like Fitz, you know, like, yep. you know, I'm not going to say all the names, but you know, Alon, everyone knows Alon was mm-hmm. the producer on the show. You know, they, those guys, I, I talked to those guys. They were really cool. But as far as like legal ABC or like Warner, bad, 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 bad time with all that. And then, uh, you know, it was like, it was like, do I, do I go back to like living my life or, or do I go? And I started asking myself these questions and then I just get picked up and it's like, I was in a different city right. literally every two days. You know, I mean, you know how crazy this is. Yep. And um, I got all this stuff going on and, and I just, I, for a hot minute, I just put the sunglasses on and I said, all right, we're just going to ride this wave and see what happens. And, you know, just, just have a good time. Yeah. And I think by like, by doing that, I think that, you know, how, when you go out for a drink and then it turns into another drink and it turns into another drink, well, it makes you address things in your mind. It, like you, you really do get to thinking. Yeah. And I started addressing 
all these things. And I was like, I got over it. And I was just having a good time. And it, it really did help me to get up and get out. So if anyone's going through a really bad breakup, <laughs> get up and get out. It's going to work. <laughs> I do want to go back a little bit to Becca's season, although that probably feels like a hundred years ago, but it really does. That is where the beginning of David the Chicken uh, feud came about. Maybe even the yeah. Christian feud a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The first day of uh, so obviously you know like I'm I'm cooped up for a hot minute. I come out. The first person I meet is grocery store Joe. At that point, he was still getting his haircut cut at Sam's, <laughs> um, and he was wearing like a Walmart suit. And he's like, "Hey, I'm Joe." And I'm like, "Hey, Joe, why are you talking all funny?" Oh, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm like, so you don't like mustard on your hot dog or no? It was ketchup, right? And he's like, is that guy? You sound just like him, actually. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Well, I, him and I hung out for a while, you know, after Paradise, and uh, and so we we kind of started to hit it off, and I was just I was just giving him blows, you know. And he uh, he was just the sweetest guy. Ah, oh, God, he's the sweetest dude. And uh, so we all get in the limo, and uh, we, you know, I think I was the third limo, the third limo, yep, and. Uh, I walk in and I see all these dudes wearing Oxford shoes, which are like uppity, uppity up. And then no socks, tie waters, <laughs> no tie or nothing, just shirt buttoned down to their nipples. You know, the jacket relaxed over, you know, and there's like, let's go. I walk into this house and everyone's like, sup. And I'm like, what? You were best dressed by far. You knew it. What did you say? The, the tapping shoes of a gentleman or something? Oh, yeah. The, the heartbeat of a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> the heartbeat of a gentleman. Yeah. I, I I randomly made that shit up and everyone's like, oh, like, did you bring material into the show? And I'm like, this is all shit right off the dome. I don't know how your showmanship at women or at men tell all was. Oh, yeah. It's and it's so funny. I watched this thing with Rachel Lindsay and Ashley. I, I think it was uh, with two other people. I think it was on access. Yeah. And uh, they were like, you know, I don't understand how is he just so quick? He's and what he's saying is like actually makes sense. And it's funny. And and I remember David looked over at me when we went to a commercial and he goes, what on earth is going on? He's like, you're, you're, you know, I thought you were running on all six cylinders. He goes, you're a, you're a B12. <laughs> and I, I had had, I remember I had had a coffee and a tequila shot and it just bing, ran away with it. It got, it got the brain, all, you know, all the gears lubed up. But uh, yeah, so I, I went into the house and there, here comes this guy with a chicken suit. He was one of the last guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, like I get that there's antics, but like, to be the person in the chicken chicken suit, like there's got to be, there's something, this doesn't make any sense. Right. You could, they couldn't have talked me into getting into a chicken suit. And since then, David and I are really cool. Like I talked to David like twice a week. He lives about 30, 30 minutes south of me now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so like him and I are friends, but God, when I first met David, you know, and then the producers gave me an interview room and they're like, well, who do you like the most and who do you not like? And I was like, well, and it's funny because I actually said, I didn't like David and I, I said I didn't like Garrett, which Garrett and I are really cool too. Just at that night one, you know how when you're walking down, I'm going to say Publix because I'm from Florida. <laughs> you know when you're walking down the grocery store and the worker goes, hey, how you, how you doing? <laughs> and then like you walk down the next aisle and it's the same worker and he goes, hey, thanks for coming to Publix. How you doing? <laughs> and you get that for six aisles. Garrett kept being like, hey, Garrett. And I'm like, hey, Garrett. I know that you recognize me because you've introduced yourself to me six other times. <laughs> so he, like, I kind of just, I felt like he wasn't being genuine. So despite your underwear abilities, the gold undies and the regular undies, you do think yeah. you were there for the quote unquote, the right reasons? 
I would say more so than a lot of those guys in the house. Yeah, I would say I would say once I met Becca and I heard like, you know, that uh, she was she only wanted to have girls and she might want to keep her last name. I was like, ah, that's not really how like I roll. Um, <laughs> so I kind of was like, I mean, I didn't find that out until a little bit later on. Yeah. But ultimately, I, you can know in person if you, you know, like and I was I was on the season at that point and I was having fun, you know, with her. I was I was like. I was, able, I was able to make her laugh and stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I would, like, you're going to stay on. That's just, that's what you do. But I don't think that, uh, I, I don't think a lot of those dudes, you know, they even really got to know her or see her laugh because they just would get in front of her and they'd be like, okay, this is what I need to tell you. Yeah. And like, I would ask questions and stuff. I actually decently got to know Becca, especially after the two-on-one. But with, with David, that night one, you know, that feud started, and something about his voice and his, his mannerisms <laughs> just really got to me. And then next thing I know, you know, this guy's trying to ask people for, you know, some help when he's he's going against me. Like, hey, you got any good jokes or anything I can really pop him with that you notice about him or really? anything? And everyone's like, everyone's like, everyone's like, I don't want to fuck with Jordan, dude. What's wrong with you? And then me and Chris Randone were going at it up there for a minute on the sh- on the on, the, on that season. Was he a villain in the house before he like actually came out editing wise as a villain? Yeah. A hundred percent. How so? He would go around. I remember, I remember I sat down with him. I was having breakfast and he would go around asking questions about you, mm-hmm. like to everyone. And he would write in his journal as you spoke. And he like, he like just, he just, he's that person that like, he, when he feels pressure, he kind of like flips out, you know, like, you know, how when you try to put a rock on a lizard and they go like this yeah. to try to get out. Yeah. That's, that's He was him. like wiggling a little bit everywhere. Just wiggling everywhere. Yeah. But the same dude that would like come and ask me for something like to borrow. And I'm like, Dude, I'm like, fuck you. What are you talking about? Like, I don't like you. And we end up being friends after. I mean, you end up being friends with everyone after, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that, like, you know, Jason and I became like, one of the closer duos out of that season, uh, Nick and I. And I'm really cool with, like, really all of Bastion Nation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm super cool with everyone. And, and, uh, it's funny to see, like, how the dynamic's changing now mm-hmm. because I was, when they recruited me, like, at 25, I was pretty young at that point. I was 23 and I felt like I was a baby. Very young. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you're still, you're still young to today's standards, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean like for, for the guys, they usually don't cast so young. And then like, here they are, you know, this, this, I don't, it won't be for Claire season, but you think they'll let Benoit on to like say his piece to her? I don't even really know. They never really publicly did like a breakup. We, no one ever really knew no. what went wrong. They just posted a photo of their feet or something yeah. and said like we're breaking up which hello obviously that's gonna happen if he does try to sneak in on Claire's season i hope that they bring me in to like shoot him away get out of here i hope that we have a re like complete remake of the lipstick on benoit's face because i don't do you remember oh, that yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god T- still one of the funniest moments in the history of ever for me yeah, no, it was. I mean, it is fun. I can laugh about it now. It was very funny. It was very <laughs> funny. She didn't say anything to him. So he's just like red. Yeah. No. And didn't didn't she carry him? Yes. Down the she hill did. or something like that. <laughs> she did. She really did. <laughs> dude, dude. Oh, my God. It, it definitely had some funny moments. Um, And anyone that pays homage to, you know, like, it's getting a coconut. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it that she, you know. People enjoyed watching her and stuff, and I, I, I take no offense to that. But, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy ride. And VIP 6, you know, obviously, so so I leave. I'm, like, the, the crazy, like, 
obsessed model guy yep. with my modeling on Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And then we get into, we'll do it in chronological because the way it films isn't actually chronological at all for me. But uh, so let's get into the men- men's tell-all. Yeah. So I show up to the men's tell-all. I got Connor O and Nikki Slicks <laughs> in my room. Everyone's stopping in to say, hey, because at this point, like Paradise started on film and stuff. And like, I, I mean, we're, I'm really cool with everyone. And uh, everyone's like, so you ready? You know, like, you know, I think that, uh, you know, David's going to be there. And you know, I think that some people are going to come at you. Cool and, you know, like, and, and they're like, you know, we're like, we're your support group. Like, we're, we're there for you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I look around, I'm like, wait, you guys think, that you're going to do a better job of defending supporting myself. me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't need you. Yeah. So, we, so we all start having a good time and stuff and then boom, here we go. It's my first stage show with this franchise and I'm walking out and there's live audience, you know, your heart starts to get a little pumped to it. Everyone's Woo! people are clapping for you, freaking out yeah. when you walk on stage before the yeah, cameras yeah. start rolling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, uh, there's some fans with our viewers with golden Endies whispering and, you know, about and you. stuff. And yeah. 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 It's a, it is a, it's a cool feeling. So we all sit down and uh, I'm literally sitting. I think I was a seat away from David. Yep. He was, it was someone between the two of you. It was Chris Randone. Chris oh, yeah, Randone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had Nick and Connor behind me, Joe behind me right here. Yep. And uh, yeah. So, and all of a sudden, like I see, like I see Camille and uh, home uh, guy with the mustache <laughs> over there in the corner at Christian. And I'm like, and I'm like, huh. I'm like, what are these guys doing here? And then as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm putting the pieces together and I go, the people that I don't know here are going to come for me. I know, like, I know, I know this, that they're here for a reason. So I start getting into it with just about everybody. And uh, I'm, I'm just like, (laughs) and then literally amidst me and Colton talking to each other, here comes, what was it? A Christian or yeah, it was Camille. Both of them really. Yeah. Yeah. It was like both of them. Yeah. So I just got done talking to Camille and then Christian starts talking like, while well, I'm, you see me talking to someone else. I can't, like, I, it's really hard to hear across the it stage. Is, yeah. So he starts talking and everyone's like looking at, and Colton starts, yeah, dude, he says he does something for you. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And cause I didn't, no one said, Hey Jordan, no one, no one brought like brought the attention that they were talking to me. You couldn't hear. Yeah. Which is the sign of someone that like probably doesn't have the balls to actually say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, he comes, I'm like, oh, you know what? You want to, you want to do this? Go ahead. Come up. It's camera time. Come get your camera. Chris, it's camera time. The high waters. High waters. Yeah. So he starts coming up to me and talking, blah, blah, blah. I'm ripping him apart, standing there. But the real golden moment was when I looked down and this guy's, his, his jean, his pants on a studded shoes were literally four inches higher than his ankle. <laughs> he was wearing capris. Ugh. So I say that, I say that. And then. Chris just lost it. You could tell Chris Harrison was just living for your showmanship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we sit down and I say, you know, like, Chris is like, all right, Jordan, I'm going to give you the last word. And like, I, I wasn't expecting that. So I was like, okay, last word. Okay. Well, I got two of them for everybody. Fuck, fuck you, you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Grocery store. No, you're cool. You're yeah. cool. Yeah. What's up? And Chris, Chris pulled me aside after all of it. And he goes, he goes, dude, what were you watching in the room back there? Muhammad Ali videos? He goes, dude. <laughs> Cause you're messing these guys up. You're messing these guys up. And I was oh. like, Chris, I'm not, holding, I'm not holding back today. And uh, so then that happened. And that's really where the Christian, because I didn't know Christian was literally the guy on night one that was standing by the meatballs 
and he's a toothpick recycler. So he wouldn't even, you know how you pick it up by the toothpick? Yes. He was sticking his recycled toothpick into that. Oh, gross. That's what I'm saying. So he just stood by the meatballs all night. I never even got to get his name or anything. So, like Camille and I are cool now too. But like, I never really got to meet Camille either. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Like, and then, you know, going into paradise, you know, you see Camille and I on, Camille and I was on for a while, you know, with, with Annalise, which that was whew, wild. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then, you know, like I, I saw Christian here and there, mm-hmm. um, at a couple of spots, uh, in between all this. And then he pops up on paradise. Everyone's like, Oh, like you should ask Nicole, you should ask Nicole. And just because literally everyone was telling me to ask Nicole, I did not want to ask Nicole mm-hmm. because like I, I, and there wasn't really anyone there that I really was like, I'm interested. Vibing. You know what I mean? There just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a thing, especially with me coming in so like light footed. And so I asked Nicole and I, I, I knew something was going to come the next day. I know how this show works. I know very well. And so sure enough. Okay. Here comes Mike. Cool. Expected that later on in the day. Here comes Christian. Oh boy. I got three cameras on my reaction. Of course. I've got this, I've got that. And I'm like, all right, well, this is officially my show, you know? And it's, it's funny. A lot of people look to producers to do something funny or cool or, you know, good for TV. And the producers are like, dude, Jordan's good to go. Like he's always doing something So just you, you two, you two go follow him wherever he goes. And, uh, and if he goes, in the, he go, if he goes in the bathroom, take a lunch break, you know, if he goes to take a shower, take a lunch break. And so Christian and I were very cordial, mm-hmm. uh, like actually, but then while we were in front of the cameras, he was trying to give me this bravado and like this, like, Oh, I'll see you later, buddy. I mean, like, this is, this is my arena. So you can play the game, buddy, but my name's on the side of the building. <laughs> I'm the mayor. <laughs> yeah. So it comes time where, you know, he gets clay. So after Nicole's date, clay goes over to talk to her right? and he gives clay a really, really, this is before the pinata thing. He gives clay a very hard time. And I'm like, and Clay just walks away and I'm like, damn, I'm like, okay, all right. So the next day, kind of same scenario happens. And like, he, like when, when, well, I guess Clay had went over and he like, he like grabbed Clay yeah. like, by his hand. He's like, he's like, no, like we're not going and you're not like, she's not going anywhere. And Nicole like didn't care. She just looked super uncomfortable. Exa- exactly. Right. She looked like she was trapped. So then comes the night with a pinata. We literally on rose ceremony nights, we don't get any contact with the opposite sex. Right. So we were just all bros chilling. We all had a really good time, good day. I like Christian and I didn't have issues. Like you know, I talked to him throughout the day. So the pinata time comes, we get in there. That guy, Kevin, uh, when we get into the rose ceremony, he starts coming at me. And I'm like, Oh, they're trying to fire me up. Mm. Like I, I as soon as someone does something, I know I I I analyze that. I'm like, okay, this is what this is, this is what they're gonna try to get out of me. So he starts coming at me, which they totally cut out, by the way. And I just shut. I shut him down. Boop, done. And then uh, someone else t- went to go say something. And I was like, ah, not now. Not now. It's not the time. Stop, stop, stop. You had all day to say it to me. You're not going to say it right now. Blah, blah, blah. So then Chris comes in. And I, we all do our cheers, our toast. I had a half a sip of champagne. I put it down. And I wanted to get out there on the beach and see what was going on. And everyone seems to think that, like, I wasn't going to get a rose. But I wasn't going anywhere is all I'm going to say. Right. I wasn't going anywhere. So Clay did not get a second to talk to Nicole and Clay, uh, Nicole kept saying the day before, I need someone to step up. I need someone to step up and show me that they want, they want me. me yeah. And I was like, Clay, I was like, Clay, this is your moment. This is your moment. I had to talk to Clay for like 15 minutes just to get him to go over there. So then he goes over there and he just gets, he just walks away and I'm like, 
no, like you don't go over there and to walk away. This is not how it goes. Right. So then I'm like, you know what, dude, I've had it. I've had it with all this. Cause Clay and I, we've have spent a lot of time outside of the show together and not so much anymore, but like, you know, prior. And so I spent a lot of time at Lollapalooza in Chicago. I stayed like an extra week, you know? So, right. so I'm like, you know what? That pinata has got to get wrecked. Like it's getting wrecked. Wells is like, dude, I would love to see you wreck that pinata. Everyone's like, dude, wreck that pinata. And then it turned into like the super dangerous thing after, which it really, you know, but so I, 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 you know, start jogging over there and I get up there and I'm like, yo, Hey man, sorry about this. But like, and the distance was a decent amount of distance, mm-hmm. like from the bed, you know, how the big bed is. So yes. I was like, I was like, look, like Clay's a good friend of mine. I'm trying to get this thing off the hook. And, uh, and then homeboy comes over and I feel him touch my arm. I feel him try to elbow me. He pushes me. Then he tries to kick me. And I was like, all right, I've had enough with this guy. I'm done. Like I didn't come over there and touch you as soon as he, when he touched my arm, I was already like, should I just let my hands off this pinata right now and just, and wreck him? I was like, no, no, no. Like he's just trying to get his pinata. I don't think he meant to grab me. Then I saw him try to swing, kick me. I was like, all right, boop, get out of here. <laughs> you literally put him on his back. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, uh, he, when it's funny, when you see both of us come back at each other, like when, I, when he gets up, when I'm coming down the steps, you see him kind of backtrack this way. And then when producers got him, then it was like, oh, I want to fight. But that was not the deal. That was not the deal. He's like, when he got up, I don't think he knew where he was. Because he was like, really, really, bro? What's up, bro? And it's like, I, you tell me. Like, you tell me. The sand was just up for you. And now it's the sky. So you tell me, buddy. So, and I never wanted to get like that. But it, and you know, like, I, I don't, I'm not like, if I were to see him in public or something, I wouldn't fuck with him. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't expect for him to try me or anything. It's just one of those things that it happened. And we've both, I, I have like said, Hey, I didn't want it to go that far. You know, like I didn't, but you also didn't have to touch me. I touched an object that was, didn't have a pulse and you came over and touched me. Yep. Like, and, and then it, it looked like we were fighting over a pinata and it's like, this is the silliest shit ever. Like, just let me wreck the pinata. Let me put confetti all over the beach. So that never happened. The pinata made it out alive. So you didn't go into that moment being like, I'm going to start a fight. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's easy for people to say like, oh, I think he was going over there looking for something. But in that moment, like, no, like it, it didn't seem that way to me. I didn't think that and he had, he had, I didn't realize until I watched, he said in the cold right before I went over there, you don't want to piss me off. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay, guy. Like it was just so guy. It was so well, <laughs> it was so well done. Like it was just so well done. And, uh, but they did portray it exactly how it happened. Like there was no nonsense or anything. Okay. And, um, I stood up on a hill for like an hour talking shit, trying to figure out what was going to happen. And they had to send us both home to protect us legally and protect them legally. And so, um, yeah, it was what it was, but VIP six after everything that I've been through VIP six was the craziest shit I've ever seen. (laughs) VIP seven, if it happens is going to be some heartbreaking drama, tears, sand, sweat, blood. It's going to be awful. Well, Natalia K from my Facebook did have a question and I think I know the answer yeah. to it, but is Jordan banned from the franchise because of the fight? Absolutely not. I, I figured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to ban me. Uh, you know, like, and anyone that knows me, like, obviously, you know, there's a lot that goes into this, a lot of staff and stuff. And I, I've got a lot of integrity in, in who I am and I'm not an ill world person. And it's, yeah. Yeah. But if you touch me, Hey, like it's game, buddy. Don't touch me. Yeah. Just, just don't touch. Just don't touch well, me. What a career. Yeah. yeah. You're the gift that just gives and gives and gives. Maybe. I don't know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Cause sometimes it just feels like 
sometimes, you know, I'm driving my car and it's, it's not the way I pictured things <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like at this age, it's not like, I never thought that so many people would a laugh at me, b like think that what I'm doing is real when I'm actually just trolling. Yeah. Cause I love to troll. And you know, like I'm a big fan of satire. Like there's things that I'm going to say that aren't real that people are like, how could you say that? And it's like, <laughs> think about the circumstances we're in. It's, it's satire. It's like, just chill. But, um, it, uh, it's been a lot of fun to show people on my social media and stuff that like, I'm just a dude that like really is a nice guy. And I do a lot for the community and charities and stuff. And I really, I'm not a greedy person and yeah, but it has been, it has been a run with the franchise for sure. I don't know if this is the end of the road for me. Um, as far as like with paradise coming back up and if I don't get like a bartender slot or something, which if I don't, that's okay. Like it's well spot. Do you want one though? I mean, I, I would have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. I think you would. Yeah. I would love to be behind the bar. No one would have more fun than me if I was behind the bar, able to narrate the season. Like, Oh my God. Well, and isn't Jorge done? Didn't he leave? Or Maybe something? he is. I don't know. They could make Wells the new Jorge though. Either one of you could be a Jorge. <laughs> yeah. So people wanted to know, how you met your girlfriend uh, i met her at the airport i helped her she couldn't pick her luggage up she had a big check bag she's all of 105 pounds so i uh what i helped her out and then uh got her info and then we uh yeah we ended up on a date what the heck what a story yeah yeah very cute we're, we're very cute we're very she's um a lot of people probably don't know a lot about her but so like as far as like who she is as a person um she uh well she's she's a teacher okay. and uh and but so the way I think, like if I, we think exact opposites. So we have a lot to learn from each other. Um, if, if she thinks small picture with some things, and I think really big picture. And we, we both share how we feel until it's like, oh, we've both figured it out, you know? Yeah. And so there's that. And then like, we've had the same sense of humor. So that really, like, even though we have differences on how we think, we've got that sense of humor. So I'll just make a joke and we'll both just laugh. It's like, who even cares? You know, like, like, Okay, that's what you think. All right, all right, honey, I'm gonna let you think that. That's fine. Like, because sometimes, sometimes we don't come around to how the other one thinks. But uh, we have a really good time, and um, I actually was just on a trip in Canada with uh, her and her family. Yeah, I saw the photos. Yeah, it was really fun, and uh, she's a great girl, and uh, she's like exactly what I need and what I want, which is like a great place to be with someone. Yeah. How long have y'all been together? Uh, I met her right after. It would have been right after Paradise. Okay. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull a Nick file. Don't do it. Yeah. And be single forever. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, last question before your social media, whatever is just my new coronavirus question. How are you dealing with this isolation? Yeah. So it's been a lot. Um, so I went and bought dump, like we all have gym memberships. So I went and bought dum dumbbells and a uh, mat and some bands and stuff. I got uh, tons of bands, and all this stuff. Now I got bikes. Um, and yeah, I'm just, just working out and trying, I'm really, really trying not to eat like everything. Yes. It's the toughest thing. It's the, so you're going to be the guy that like gets fit, not gains 20 pounds. Yeah. That's like, your goal. I'm literally, I'm literally going to come out of this better. <laughs> but like last, last night I was watching Austin Powers and I literally took the thing of tequila. I have an incredible bar cart with like everything on it. I see. And so I grabbed the tequila and I poured it into this little mini diet, a uh, mini cherry Coke. And I just started drinking like it, like. <laughs> It was like, it was literally like 1am. I'm drinking at really weird times. Like right now yeah. <laughs> it, it is 10am. I'm having my first wine. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in this world. 
I, you're so you're working out. I'm drinking wine. Yeah, I could I could go for a memo right now though. I could go for a good memo. You know, just do it. Yeah, just do it. If, yeah. if there's any time, it's the present. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's definitely tough. I, I can't visit my grandma for like sixty days. Or it's awful. It's like, I think it's like it's actually fifty days now. But uh, yeah, like I've got a little niece that I love to go visit Chloe, and I can't go visit her. But so it's just it's a lot. But it's <sighs> yeah. it's for the it's for the better. It's for the better of like mankind, right? Just stay inside, people. These new photos of Peter and Kelly frolicking in Chicago, like now's not the time. It's not the time. Like what? Yeah. What do they think they're doing? I don't know. I mean, Jeez. these kids, these kids, these kids, kids these days don't even know. Kids these days. This show is just going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Worst season ever. It, it was so bad. It, and like, we all knew it was going to end like that, you know, like, oh God, it was awful. And then like, the whole like pushing Maddie and, and Pete together, like trying to to like create an ending that people might like. No, right. All it did was make everyone check his uh, Instagram and see where ever you know everything was with it. And then I would have rather be like, I've been hooking up with Kelly. Yeah, a hundred percent. But no, we're gonna force this weird ending. And I, I liked Kelly before she like that last episode that she was on. I don't know what happened there, but like, I'll, you know what? Everyone's allowed to pass. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I don't know what was a soundbite and what wasn't. So I'm going to let that slide. Same. Just, if they end up together, I think that honestly, that's they get the best chances anyways. We could have skipped this entire season when they met earlier. Just date earlier and then <laughs> we can have someone. Yeah. Who, who would you have wanted to see as The Bachelor? I ha- That's one thing I do want to know. I mean, I would have liked Mike, but I'm a big fan of yeah. of pulling. Like, I would have loved. I, I'm still a Peter Kraus fan. Like, I would really? have loved yeah. to see him. He got. I mean, he got his shot though. He yeah, did. He kind of did. He did, and it, it's one of those things where I don't know why. From my understanding, like a manager got in the way, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, did a man? Did a manager like get you on the show? Probably not. So, I mean, obviously, Team Tyler Cameron. Like, would anyone yeah. disagree with that? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, it's really crazy. And then we've got now, I guess, the recasting Claire season. They should. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's that. And then, like, when is VIP going to film? Like, who's going to be on that? Are they? Are these uh, Listen to Your Heart folks going to be on VIP? Are they, like, a part of? The fact that all we have right now to look forward to is Listen to Your Heart is, like, a rough point for me, I think. I don't want to watch it. I, don't make me watch it. No. Don't make me watch it. If that's the only thing to watch, you still cannot get me excited to watch it. I'm going to go back and watch season one of The Real World before I do that, okay? <laughs> I, I'd watch all of Jersey Shore, all of The Real all World, of it, all everything. Of I'll watch a soap opera before freaking... <laughs> we're, we're on the same page. We really freaking are. Well, Jordan... I, there's not much to do, but I'll give you time to go do other things. Go ahead oh, and say you. your um, your social media, anything you want people to do in terms of your social. Thanks, Livia. Yeah. Uh, guys, you can find me at Jordan underscore underscore Kimball on my Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and you just, just always remember, guys, that being used your greatest power and that getting through this, I know it's discouraging times. But you will get through it. It is only temporary. And it's just very important right now that you stay true to who you are and, you know, really focus on your mental and physical because you're going to, that physical is going to get those endorphins going. So I love y'all. Thank you, Olivia, for having me on. Jordan, you were, I mean, you delivered as I knew you would. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a good talk. (laughs) I can always trust you to deliver. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like Forrest Gump running through my own bachelor (laughs) career. So it's really good. Good. I'm glad. Well, thanks, Jordan. And hugs to your girlfriend who's very cute. And Uh, thank you. 
you know, all the things. Wish you well. Stay safe. Thank you. You stay safe, too. And if you need any more wine, I'll sh- I've got plenty. I'll ship you some. You just let me know. <laughs> Talk about the world and how much yeah. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be talking about this like it was World War II or something. We're going to tell our kids, yeah. like, you, can you believe what mom and dad survived? Yeah, for real. 2020 can suck it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <sighs> All right, Jordan. Well, go do a workout and catch All on. Right, I, will. I am. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, Ed.